Hi, welcome to the series on business storytelling where I'm going to help you build your story bank. Welcome back to the episode of Stories at Work. Episodes where I've been telling you stories to help you build your story bank. I teach a course on storytelling at SP Jain in Mumbai and I'd asked my students to find stories. Amruta found this beautiful story that I want to share with you today. Let's start today's story. April 1974, a young girl called Sudha Kulkarni is studying at the Indian Institute of Science in Bangalore, then called the Tata Institute. She is doing her masters in computer science and she is the only girl in her class. But she is bright, she is the topper in the class. She stays in the ladies hostel where the other colleagues or other students that say, stay are doing research in other branches of science. One day, she was returning to the hostel from the lecture hall complex and she saw that there was a new job notice on the notice board. It was a standard job requirement notice and it said that Tata Motors, then called Telco, Telco was looking for uh, engineers. They were looking for people who were bright, hardworking and with great academic record. She fulfilled all of them. But at that point, she was not really looking for a job. She wanted to go to the United States and do a doctorate and she had already got offers of scholarship from many universities in the US. But still, she decided to pause and read it. And she finished reading it and the last line said, lady engineers need not apply. This upset her. This was the first time she had really faced gender discrimination. She was fuming when she reached the hostel. And while she wasn't looking for a job, she took this up as a challenge. He, she went and got a postcard and decided to write to Telco, to the senior management in Telco. Now, as soon as she started writing, she realized she did not know who headed Telco. But she thought it must be one of the Tatas and the only name she had seen in the newspapers was J.R.D. Tata. So she addressed the letter to J.R.D. Tata and then this is what she wrote in it. I'm just going to read it out. She said, the great Tatas have always been pioneers. They are the people who started basic infrastructure industries in India, such as iron and steel, chemicals, textiles, and locomotives. They have cared for higher education in India, and they have created and they have been responsible for creating establishment like the Indian Institute of Science. Fortunately, I study here, but I'm surprised how such a company, such as Telco, is discriminating on the basis of gender. Now she finished writing that postcard, went to the post box, put it in and promptly forgot about it. Ten days later, she received a telegram. The telegram said that she was, she was to report for an all expense paid interview at the Telco plant in Pune. She was taken aback, she hesitated because she wasn't sure if she really wanted the job. She had just taken this up as a challenge. But her, uh, you know, call, uh, sort of students in the hostel said, hey, come on, this is a great opportunity for a paid ticket to Pune for the, so that you can go and buy some of those great Pune saris for cheap. So she actually collected 30 rupees each from every student who wanted a sari and went off to Pune. As instructed, she reached Telco's Pimpri office. And as she went into the interview room, she saw that there were six males waiting to interview her. That's when she realized this was serious. As she started settling down, she overheard someone say in a whisper, this is the girl who had written to JRD. 
and immediately she thought this is over they are not going to recruit her and when that fear of not being recruited went up from her head she became very confident in fact she regrets that she made a very arrogant statement then and said i hope this is going to be a technical interview they were taken aback by her rudeness but they kept asking her questions all technical and she maxed all of them at the end uh, one of the gentlemen there an old person with a very soothing voice said you know do you know why we don't take people like uh, women in our factories this is not a coed college this is a factory we don't have any uh, place for women we've never taken women before that is why we believe women should be in research labs and then what sudha said was but you've got to start somewhere if you don't start somewhere you'll never have a woman working in your factory ever and then when the whole process got over she was told that she was successful and she was selected now she realized that this is what she wanted to do so instead of pursuing her doctorate she decided to take up that offer and move to pune she moved and she was doing rather well and that's where she also met a shy boy from karnataka called narayan they became friends and then they got married and finally sudha kulkarni changed her name to sudha murthy the wife of narayan murthy what a wonderful story where in business can you use this story well two places come to mind first is that success will never come when you're diffident about something you need to be confident to take up the challenge and really challenge the status quo that's when success happens and the second is life will throw curve ball at you many times and you can either start by blaming the universe blaming the system or you can take the challenge into your own hand and when you do that then the universe conspires to make it happen and so we need to take the the example for, set by sudha murthy of not just taking discrimination uh, and and sh- keeping shut about it or saying it's not fair but doing something about it i hope you enjoyed that story 